You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. Good to hear. Look, everybody. I ain't got no AKAs for today. And as usual, I'm joined by my friend and my partner in crime, Aaron Dragons. Uh, hello, everybody. It's Candace. You can find me on all social media at Not So Newlywed PC. I don't have any AKAs today either because we have four shows to cover and a little bit of ratchet mess to to talk about and we're joined by um a, a friend of the show now is no longer a guest l is here you may know her on twitter as l monique am i is that right l yeah yeah okay just had to make sure because <laughs> i just call you l and keep well y'all that. call me chandra but l is cute too it don't matter <laughs> i'm here what's popping <laughs> welcome back we're glad back. to How have you I'm good. I'm glad to be back. I'm happy, you guys. Uh, except for my invitation. <laughs> <laughs> before um, before we get to the shows, I'm gonna talk about some some stuff I saw on the news. Uh, our beloved, but also get on our nerves as Nene Leaks sat down to do a full length interview with Jason Lee, and she has some Ugh. she has some interesting talking <laughs> points. Um, a few things and i agree with this the first thing is she doesn't agree with marlo deserving a peach i don't either marlo's not that interesting aside from nitpicking at kenya then begging to be her friend what i saw all last season was nothing spectacular to say oh marlo deserves a peach marlo literally spent all last season being kenya's lapdog after they made up why does she need a peach uh, that that shows you the dire stretch that Real Housewives of Atlanta is in. Well, they giving fucking Marlo a goddamn peach. So has she gotten one, or is it just like rumored for her to get one? It's it's just rumored. I don't think she's actually gotten a peach as of yet. I think and I hope Marlo would do. I think she would be okay with one because like she got them kids and stuff now, so we have more to talk about besides just her fashion and scammery. So, I mean, if you want to see that part of her life, then cool. But other than that, Marlo doesn't. What I don't care about Marlo as a guardian. <laughs> I don't care about them children. That's fair. Like, that's like a last ditch effort when she was trying to be interested on the show. I don't care about Marlo <laughs> having a peach. She can remain a friend of the show. And I think, like I said, considering that she was introduced by Nene and now she's trying to get a peach while Nene is gone. That is uh, strange to me, but also what was really, <laughs> she, she also said that the shit with Portia and Simon looks bad, like the optics of it look fucking awful, and Jason Lee brought up the fact that it's rumored that Fallon cheated on Simon, and I had the same opinion, I don't care who, if Fallon cheated on her husband or not, she was cool with Portia. They hung out. She had Portia in her home. It mm-hmm. looks shitty that she's now fucking that woman's husband. Whether she cheated on him or not, that should be none of Portia's concern. And it definitely shouldn't have opened the door for her to go slide in next to that girl's husband. It's very right. weird. It, the optics look bad. I agree with Nene about that. 
And last but certainly not least, Nini calls out Candy's hypocrisy. Uh, Nini brought up Ooh. the fact that so remember when Nini made that god awful rape joke to the heckler when she was trying her hand at stand up comedy, mm-hmm. and the heckler told her to kill herself, and Nini told the heckler to go get raped. And the blogs, social media, everything was on fire. Nini lost some opportunities behind it. One of those opportunities being uh, being the hostess and the, and opening up for the escape reunion tour. Uh, she was supposed to be the hostess, kind of like the, the VJ and, you know, talking and cracking jokes between, you know, acts going on. And Candy removed her as the hostess for that tour. And she did it publicly. And she went on this, you know, spiel about how rape is never funny. Rape jokes certainly are not funny. To which, you know, Nene still holds fast that she made the joke was in poor taste. She accepts that she really fucked up when she said it. And, you know, there was no excuse for it. However, she thinks that it's mighty funny that Candy has been mute about the situation with T.I. and Tiny and how she has not called for Tiny to take a step back from anything relating to escape. She was on that. She was there present and accounted for at the verses. They've been seen hanging out around Atlanta. And now all of a sudden candy doesn't have a spiel about rape and sexual assault when it comes to tiny. So points have been, points are made. Cause I remember when that happened and they kind of touched on it during that season and Candy yes. really didn't have on the show that is not counting outside the show, but on the show, Candy didn't really have nothing to say. Todd was defending Nene, which I remember me, you and Curtis, like we dragged him for it. I'm like, nigga, you of all people <laughs> don't need to yeah. be on this goddamn hill. Um, so yeah. but I, I agree with you and I agree with Nene. That is, and a lot of people have been calling um pulling Candy's card about that shit recently because you know, keeping up with the news, uh, even more allegations and even more victims have been coming forward and the investigation is still ongoing with T.I. and Tiny. So it does look very, very uh, funny and delightful for Miss um, Burris Tucker. Could not have called a group meeting and they asked Tiny to step back until this is cleared up. Especially if you were vocal about rape not being funny. Rape, no rape is not funny. Sexual assault is not funny. Yet y'all are moving and grooving and shaking and baking with this bitch who is currently under investigation for rape and sexual assault. You know, it's funny in the light. Speaking of bitches who are funny in the light, heavenly, nobody asks you for no awful ass career advice on Twitter. <laughs> Wait, what, what happened? Why are you on Twitter telling young black professionals that in order to get their foot in the door, they need to work for free or cheap and give their ideas away? I did to see present that. themselves as an asset to a company. Wait, I saw that tweet, but I didn't look at the ad. That was heaven saying that? Yes. Yeah, that's some old antiquated yes. ass. Thank you. <laughs> when I say, I've, and I've tweeted this before, that older black professionals are a detriment to young black professionals because they still have the go along to get along mentality. If Absolutely. a company can afford to bring you in the door, they can afford to pay you more. Do not work for anybody for free. Do not give your ideas away to anybody for free. 
you make them pay you in equity. You are an equitable asset. They need to pay you as such. Heavenly, sit your ass down somewhere because you are not out here doing dental work for goddamn free. Mm. And wouldn't tell none of her kids to do this shit for free either. Hello? Hey, we literally see that on the show. <laughs> Bingo. With the, uh, with the real estate thing. Yeah. I bet you like he, ain't, she- he ain't renting that Airbnb for free to homeless people. Hello? That man talking about renting that shit out $400 a night. Exactly. Girl, when some people don't even, don't even see four hundred dollars on their pay stub. Hello. Child. So heavenly, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody <laughs> need your advice on a goddamn thing. Problematic face. That's one of the reasons she's problematic. <laughs> Please leave us alone, uh, Doctor Granbull. Please leave us alone. Please. <laughs> fuck you for life for that. By the way. <laughs> 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 I didn't lie. I didn't lie. <laughs> we we about to run over to the West Coast real quick. I only have a few talking points, but we're adding growing up hip hop LA into our mix because it's good and messy. It's really messy. And I want to say that Comparing yourself and you and your spouse in any way to Beyonce and Jay-Z will never be the flex you think it is. Especially when you don't have the accolades, the work acumen, the success to to back it up. You are not Jay-Z and Beyonce 2.0 and we don't know you. We've never heard any music from you. Egypt... Egypt compared herself and Sam to Jay-Z and Beyonce and basically said they were the second coming of Jay-Z and Beyonce. Sam has 64 followers on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Egypt had to adopt... Egypt adopted a stage name that is a mixture of her two famous parents' names because she can't even stand on her own two goddamn feet. She calls herself Trepa. A mix oh, no. of Trench and Pepper. No, she don't. Y'all, y'all, no, she, yes, no, she, she does. Don't. Y'all are nowhere near Jay-Z and Beyonce status. And I don't even I don't even care for Joe the goddamn camel. But musically, he Joe is a camel. legend. He is a legend musically. You are nowhere near. Sam is nowhere near it. I mean, yeah, you just ain't even near her parents level. We can start and end there. If we being honest, you don't have a push it, bitch. At all. Here, you got okay. push. That's what you got. <laughs> you got beat up. Let me tell you how I didn't even know them two had a kid together. So Stretch and Pepper, yeah, because they was married for mad long. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were a hot topic back in the day. Hmm. Right up there with um oh the girl from TLC, T Boz and what you call it from uh and Mac Ten. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. That was around you know, the same time. I lie, I forgot I saw and Pepper had that uh, TV show, and I think Trench might have came on there. 
I didn't even know they had no TV show. I don't fuck with Salt and Pepper after how they did Spinderella. So I just kind of, I mean, it's kind of like they're they're on, like Peppa is on here, but she's so weird. I don't pay her any attention. Like she literally acts like she's a four year old. She's real goofy. Why she's so involved in these young people business? Cause she ain't got none of her own. That's the thing. She don't got none of her own. That's the answer there. I I think TT is full of shit. I think TT absolutely is ha- getting married in Jamaica as a slap in the face to Egypt and Sam because she knew that's where they wanted to get married at. I think she is absolutely rushing this wedding so that she can be the one to be married in Jamaica and force Egypt and Sam to consider getting married somewhere else. And you're doing all of this while you're in counseling with this white man having all these issues. Why are you rushing to get married and your your relationship is in fucking chaos? I mean, why are you marrying a white man? We can start an end, though. Yes. Literally. I'm not going to argue also, back and forth at all. Also, I want to say with families like theirs, Egypt and TT don't need no goddamn enemies. They just dragging each other through the goddamn mud nonstop. Mm. You got Egypt telling newcomers to the show. She's telling Stevie J daughter Savannah about uh Sean supposedly cheating on TT, and then TT is telling Cree, who is Uncle Luke's daughter, and then Dennis making it back to the Simmons girls like. Who the fuck needs enemies when your when your family is moving like that? And I agree with Savannah. That shit should have never got made it to her plate. Yeah, Cree was making a good point too when Cree was telling her like, if she gonna do her family like that, you need to watch out because she gonna do you the same way. Absolutely, nobody is safe. Even if I knew the shit, honestly, I still I wouldn't have told anybody. I just would have smiled inwardly like. <laughs> Yeah, bitch, it ain't all it ain't all beautiful in paradise with your shit either. But to just be running around telling newcomers to this to the circle to the show, your cousin's business who you claim to have looked up to for all these years and blah blah blah. That's bullshit. And also TT right. made a good point. Y'all ain't even send no baby gift. TT <laughs> says she has not kept Peppa in Egypt away from meeting her child and being involved and they have done that on their own per trying to Egypt and Sam's relationship has always been weird we've always called it weird we've always said he was controlling on this show like something about him just doesn't sit right with us and if y'all are if you are willing to be estranged from your family for the sake of your man that's on you that's not on T.T. She had a baby. You didn't reach out to check on her to say congratulations, send a baby gift, uh, a a mobile gift card through Target or Walmart or nothing. And now you feel like she should be breaking her neck to have a relationship with you. A baby is a big to do. I don't know if people really understand that, um, but that's a that's a big life event for anybody it happens to having a child and the people you love most should want to reach out and share in that and when they don't it feels like a slap in the face like would you as a friend jeremy and you say hey i'm about to have my first child 
you wouldn't feel slighted if I never said congratulations or nothing. Nothing. It would be very weird. It it would be a slap in the face. So like I, I ain't I'm never, with TT there. Like I ain't never not like when you had Taj and when you had London, you you didn't never not hear from me when when Tay had uh her child, like when she had Nami, like you didn't never like we didn't never not like reach out to tales, you know, and then like that's just weird for like your friend to be having a child and like you just be like, well, you know, I could just go, you know, take a nap and you know, and go over here and you know, go swimming and stuff, you know, it's no big deal. That's weird. But then be like, but you better invite me to your wedding. Very like, weird. What? Man, get the fuck out of here. Well, listen, nobody wins when the family feuds. And y'all all lost in the sauce and can stay there. Um, nothing Bad luck, everybody. Everybody, prayers down. Something that rubbed me the wrong way in this episode was that Stevie J's daughter doesn't have a lick of common sense. And she was on FaceTime with her brother, Stevie Jr. And she told him that she was about to go on a date with Boogie, who is Dame Dash's son. And Stevie Jr. said, well, what do you know about him? I don't know nothing about him. We're just going out on a date. She Googles him, finds out that Boogie had a domestic violence charge and case. Mm. Ask him about it. And he gives some bullshit excuse like, oh, this girl that I was messing with. She tried to, she followed me back to my hotel room, forced her way in and blah, blah, blah. And it was a bullshit ass excuse. It nothing, not, it didn't clear up any fucking thing about the situation. And Savannah was like, oh, that sounds like a lit situation. You a rock star. Bitches trying to force their way into your room to fuck you. You are Damon Dash, son. Well, don't hold, do hold, shit. Hold, hold, like, fuck up. Holy fuck up. Hold the fuck mm-hmm. up. Wait. Mm-hmm. Wait. Because I told y'all pregame, I didn't get a chance to watch the show, so I got to follow y'all lead. Hold up. She said what? Yeah, she called the nigga Rockstar. Said it sounded like a lit situation. A lituation that women are, are doing that much over Boogie. We didn't even know Damon Dash had no older fucking son. You are nobody special. Why would girls be trying to bust in your room to have sex with you? What do you do? And then she filed charges afterwards? Yes. Um, the math just don't math for me. Like The story didn't add up when he was explaining it. At all. What so, do you do, Damon Dash son, and nobody knew was Damon Dash son until Damon Dash son got on this show? What do you do? <laughs> Are you a record exec- executive? Are you a part of hip hop? Wait, what does he do? Because y'all know I don't watch this show. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. He does this show. That's his source of income is this show. Mm. That's it. Mm. He a pill popping, recovering fucking alcoholic with domestic violence charges. So does she know about the... Well, never mind. She wouldn't know about the drugs and shit because she didn't even look up nothing about the man. And when you did hear find out some some really red flag shit, you ran full speed into it. You ran head first like a goddamn ram. 
these famous parents was too so involved in what they were doing that they raised some really dumb fucking kids. Had her brother not she, stepped up and asked the question, she would have never known. At all. Like, that's what's blowing my mind. Hell, even after knowing, she's... I... She still got in the car with him. That was one of the first things she asked him and then continued with the date. I'm just lost. Mm-hmm. I, I got nothing. I... Uh, mm. Mm-hmm. Prayers down, everybody. Prayers down. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I'm sorry. All the way down. Prayers down to hell. Uh, and last but certainly not least, I want Brianna off this show. I just, you are mad oh. at Boogie for not defending you when Egypt and Sam said you were you were messy and always kept some shit going. Why would he de- why would he defend the truth? <laughs> why would why would he defend the truth? You are messy and always in some shit and have been into it with damn near everybody on this fucking show. You've been into it with Egypt and Sam. You've been into it with Angela and Vanessa. You've been into it with with uh JoJo Simmons. You've been into it with Boogie, you've been into it with TT at some point. You're always into it with somebody. You are the common denominator here, ma'am. You are the common denominator. You are a freckled face, goddamn fool. Leave us alone with your drunk, sloppy, drunk ass, and then want to get drunk and argue with somebody. I'm, nobody wants to argue with no drunk bitch. I was confused how she even started cussing the man out about not wanting to come upstairs. Like he is a recovering alcoholic and, and pill popper. He calls you. You are very obviously drunk and telling him you drinking wine and to come up. He says, I'm not about to come up where there's alcohol. Hold on. I just realized you said this man's a recovering alcoholic and she offered him a glass of wine. Yes. Oh my word. She was gaslighting him. that's what she was doing because she's trash like that and has been every time we see brianna on growing up hip-hop she is the center of some chaos wow well fuck her like (laughs) (laughs) that is a very that is a very salient and very (laughs) very poignant statement because like when i i these two episodes that I watched was my first time ever watching the show. So I was about to be on her side, but I had no all of this. So very much fuck her. Like, I was like, oh. Matter of okay. fact, we can take it one step, one step further. When Boogie needed an intervention for his drinking and pill popping, Brianna set the intervention up. Oh my God. Now. My God. So she is absolutely foul for even expecting him to be in her presence while she's drinking and shit-faced. I... <laughs> and he's so respectful that he decided to walk away once he realized that you was drunk and trying to argue. Like, yeah, he don't, who got he time don't, for that he shit? He don't like confrontation. He don't get in no confrontation. Because his father is so fucking confrontational. So he is well. the exact fucking opposite. He's not an explosive person. Cool. Lord. Also, so, yeah, uh, 
little twist. Uh, why would you why go to somebody's you? anniversary dinner in pajamas and house shoes and then be flicking ashes on the floor and then get mad at Cree when she's like, no, no, sweetheart, we're not doing that. <laughs> but I don't expect much from a nigga that look like Stuart Little. So whatever. That's where I'm at with little twist. <laughs> He's just there to be there. He serves no purpose on that show, for real. I was trying to figure it out, like, because I thought it was growing up hip-hop, so I was trying to figure out what this little nigga was doing on the show. I guess technically he grew up hip-hop because he was signed to Young Money so young when he was so much younger. You know, he was on the roster until it was... He's not that old. He was on Young Money when he was a teenager. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. he's, He's not old at all. So. But his presence on this show is old because he serves no purpose. No. Oh, we're the same age. He's yeah, 28. He's 28. Yeah. Huh. Oh, oh, oh. Little Twitch used to be with Bieber. Okay, that's this it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> so that that's all I had for growing up hip hop. Let's God. Let's go over to this dating show with these motherfuckers who act like they don't know it's a dating show. <laughs> Ready to love. <laughs> Alexis should, is unhinged. Should be known ready to be stupid. Continue, friend. You are saying that Amber betrayed you by going on a date with Ron and kissing him, and I am fucking screaming because it's a dating show, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't call Amber Judas and every goddamn thing. Judas. Like you, you've been you nailed to the my, cross. You gonna sit at my table, Judas? <laughs> and Amber is sitting there looking like, uh, bitch, it's a dating show. It is a Furthermore, dating. Ron played you and played in your face and you flew off the handle instead of pulling Amber to the side to talk to her privately where you could find out that it was never a date. Ron gave Amber this suggestion for a place to take a friend who was about to get deployed, and then he showed up there like a third fucking wheel. She was hanging with her own friends, and Ron showed up because he gave her the suggestion for where they were hanging at. Mm-hmm. And then kissed her. That don't sound like show. no date, and that don't sound like no consensual kissing. Also that. And also, it don't sound like a nigga you should be want you should be getting mad over any goddamn way, especially after he put, showed you what he, what his true colors was, the like the week before when he when uh, he got sent home. Like, why are you mad over this? Why are you mad at this woman over a goddamn asshole who wasn't good to who wasn't gonna do you no good any goddamn way? Hello. Hello. Like, girl, trash takes itself out. What you mad about? And also, you it is a dating show. Barrel bitches left. I, I, I take that back. I like Bernisha and I like Liz. I am so cool on Alexis and Kyra. They are the dizziest motherfucking bitches I've ever seen. <laughs> you got AJ scared to spend time with Kyra because Alexis is jealous and insecure. You got Kyra wearing skimpy bathing suits trying to get noticed by Jason and he's still paying her dust. He all into Liz. Like, what is what are we doing here? Hey, it is a dating show. Why do you motherfuckers not act like it's a dating show? 
everybody acts like they're in a relationship and uh, why mm-hmm. are y'all in a big group relationship and i don't know about it or are we all separately dating each other on this dating show that we signed up to do even even uncle tommy confused me when he was asking questions when he asked like uh when he asked chris about how he felt about amber kissing ron and like so you don't feel a way about the woman you like kissing another man like fam it's a dating show it was a dating show you call you said it's a dating show y'all call it a dating show it's not a dating show is this a stake your claim show like, do Chris got a ring on his finger? Do Amber got a ring on her finger? Like, if if the answer is no, then what the fuck are we doing here? That remind you know what that remind me of that. <laughs> that remind, that remind me of how motherfucker used to be on Twitter, or well, they probably still is because Lord knows straight Twitter is the ghetto for his dating goals. But remember when motherfuckers would be like, would be like you let people would be uh, laughing too hard at somebody tweets. Mm-hmm. And like you put, I'm watching you, nigga. You got you got too many bitches with too many O's laughing at your tweets. You ain't that damn funny. That's what it remind me of. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, this is it's y'all. Just a, it's just a big insecure fest, <laughs> right? And insecure don't come back for another year or so or, so, or whatever. And again, oh, how? How are you? How is Jason upset that Kyra is being indecisive when you made it clear that you are laser focused on Liz? Sydney, like, stop playing in people's face. And you like, well, you need to you need to make a decision on who you would choose for what it's a dating show. One, it's a dating show, too. Haven't you already made the decision? So, like, what do you what what is the point? What is the reason? Just for in his sit down with Uncle Tommy, Jason says he would choose uh Liz over Kyra. So what did you if you would choose Liz anyway? What you grilling Kyra about? What what is the reason? <clears throat> God, y'all are stupid. I, this season is not as good as last season because everybody is fucking ridiculous. At least last season we had a couple of people who were ridiculous, but they still made it entertaining. This is just stupid. Yeah, these niggas on my nerves. They are really proving why they have already been single for however long. And need to stay single. Yeah. And niggas being gender friendly because everybody is stupid. Everybody. (laughs) All these motherfuckers is stupid. The only ones that kind of halfway decent and got some sense is like uh, Candace said, Liz and Venetia. And that's it. And Chris. That's it. And Chris on the men's side. That's about it. And Amber. And yeah, Amber. and Amber. Amber. I like Amber. Amber knows that she likes Chris. My thing is, if we figure out, if it ain't no prize money involved and we figure out that we really fuck with each other and want each other, we could just lead the show together. We don't got to stay to the end. Like, that ass, give me your number on the side. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> know why that's not, like, an option. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you get, you know, quote-unquote eliminated, what if... Because, I mean, it's clear. Like, Amber and Chris, like, clearly they both like each other. Like, they they good together. They work together. Hell, I've been saying that since, like, episode fucking three. Why are they still here? Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, if they know they, they good, they can, you know, date, and they good together. Why they got to stay? Why, they, why do they have to stay to make it to the end to figure out something they figured out in fucking episode three? Exactly. 
that'd be my question about this show. Like, so people just getting eliminated and the people who actually made a match, but they got eliminated. Like, so they just go away. Like you still can't connect with these other people. I'm, that's what I'm, is it like a contract thing? There's got to be something because otherwise it really don't make no goddamn sense. Because we, because then we get a fucking situation. Remember last can last season can as well. We had a fucking forced, you know, last two couples and shit, and they, and we could tell that shit. Because who it was? It was uh, Winter and shit. I forget mm-hmm. his name. I forget their names, but basically the two that made it in, we could tell the that nigga shit. with the dreads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was winter and that guy and then uh it was it was the attractive Calfani and that younger chick, Adriana. Yes. Yeah. And Winter and uh his name was Chris too. Chris mm-hmm. with a K. Yeah. Or some shit or with a C. Yeah, it was it was a mess. Like when y'all trying to force it and make people choose or be strategic, like what are y'all plotting and planning about for a game with no fucking prize money? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Like the prizes, if you actually find somebody that's ready to love your dumb ass. Goddamn stupid. Yo, this is I am the prize, the dating show. The show. <laughs> they these motherfuckers stupid. And speaking of stupid, let's 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 shoot up to over to Atlanta by way of New York. I just child Caesar. Why is your mammy traveling and the bitch that already had COVID? Ain't that reason enough for her to sit her ugly ass down? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that reason enough? Mama does not know, child. Mama is ugly, child. (laughs) Furthermore, (laughs) like Biggie Mama, never mind. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. That's enough. (laughs) That is E goddamn enough. Look like Violetta Wallace. All right. <laughs> Enough, baby. baby. All right, <laughs> you get on my nerves. So I'm trying to get to my point, but now I can't since I said that shit. I can't see it. <laughs> Black and ugly as ever. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. The point point I was finna make was that why do your mama gotta tell you to get professional help to repair the relationship with your daughter? You are 50 fucking years old, Caesar. You are old than a motherfucker. Why do you need guidance on how to repair such a strained and broken relationship? you motherfuckers is buying that. You get you niggas get a little bit of money and buy everything but some common fucking sense. 
niggas is driving G wagons and everything else, but you need advice on how to repair a broken relationship with your teenage daughter. Obviously, the answer is therapy, you stupid motherfucker. Obviously. You expect the New York nigga to just automatically think about therapy? I just and and the, my other question is how much re, how much repairing of a relationship you think gonna happen when you still trying to stay in a relationship with this disrespectful bitch who didn't call your daughter everything but a child of fucking god on social media? Because dead ass, I wouldn't what, talk to my daddy no more. What is Cheyenne gonna do with that? This woman that got her her. This woman that got her her broke Duchess looking ass on TV on social media called your daughter all types of fat, funky, and lazy. And you trying to save that relationship while also repair the relationship with your daughter. It's not going to work. I'm starting to think they put common sense inside teeth because you don't have none much like Don. Hey, hey. <laughs> Like, what are we doing here? Don't work. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I did like when his mama showed up. Um, I really didn't give a fuck because this is usually what C's mama does. Like, he'll bring her on this show for her to <laughs> quote, quote, give him advice about shit that he already know the fucking answer to with his grown ass. Mm-hmm. So I should be placating the fuck out of him too. Also that, also that she damn sure be caught on them. So I really did not give a fuck. I was like, I fast forwarded through that when I was watching it before we recorded today. So both they of y'all finally get... had. <laughs> what you was finna say, friend? You was finna say some bullshit. I was finna say both of y'all get y'all ugly answers off my goddamn screen. <laughs> oh my god! Because I see some ladies tonight that shouldn't be having your baby. Bed. <laughs> All right. Um, they finally had the tattoo off, and Crystal won, which we knew she would. We been knew Crystal was a, a dope tattoo artist, but the bitch just couldn't stop fighting all them years ago when yeah. her and Young Bay got hired together. Cause then she beat up Young Bay. Mm, no, that was no. I don't think Bay ever well Bay did get into a fight, but it wasn't with Crystal. Yeah, Crystal was fighting, but it wasn't with Bay. It was oh with... Jada. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Jayla. Okay, yeah. Like I but she was a phenomenal tattoo artist, which is why they brought her back so many years later after they hired and fired her. Um, she did a good job and okay. Um, but I want to get to the shit I care about. Donna and Donna Fashion made some really ugly anti-Asian comments surrounding that Atlanta. Sh- shooting situation at the yeah. massage parlors. Donna's if only your sick. common sense was as wide as your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Candace. That was good. <laughs> you have no common sense. There was no... And like you making the very... The thing is, if you're going to be anti any group, put some effort into it. You making sucky, sucky $5 jokes. That shit is low-hanging fruit. Yeah. It's it's so low that it's scraping the fucking ground. 
Like this is not this is not the eighties and the nineties, bro. You in comments on Instagram or you putting a post talking about oh they must ain't give out no happy ending. Come on, bitch. <clears throat> the bitch who done sucked up everybody's dick on the show is making them type of jokes. What well, is the self awareness, bitch? I know that ain't who I think it is. The, the bitch who can't stop slobbing on everybody's goddamn knob and, and button and mitten and titting and knitting. Like, come on, bitch, you clip bandit. You sucking and fucking and eating anything moving through that goddamn shop. Leave us alone with them jokes. Leave us alone with those goddamn jokes. You are a, you a low-level loser. Who That's ran what? from Cleveland to New York for an opportunity and tried to suck you and sucked and fucked your way up the food chain and don't have shit to show for it. Niggas didn't even care that you was gone. Right. They saw that she was gone and then they went back to work like the next day. It, right. Nobody called her. Nobody sent an ice uh, an Instagram message. Nobody said nothing. Like they was no they went to work. Niggas was like, no oh, she blocked us on social media. So what are we doing tonight, y'all? We kicking it. <laughs> They was more worried about Alex than you. Facts. And Alex, Alex gonna keep fucking up his business and job opportunities fucking around with Donna. Let's I understand that's your woman and you supposed to ride for her. You, you need to ride for her, but when she right, if you wanna be my man and you wanna, you know, have my back in public and then correct me, you know, behind closed doors, that's cool or whatever, but you still need to correct me. Donna is wrong as fuck. And Alex is just gonna keep running behind her and keep fucking himself over in these situations. Like, why you not at work? Well, with the back he got, he can't do too much running. He gonna keep <laughs> briskly walking behind her. Can't keep running away. His back all fucked up because Donna's sitting her big ass. He gonna keep. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't did shit to he move gonna, none of that weight. He gonna keep limping behind her looking like boo-boo the goddamn fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no wonder, no wonder Donna couldn't spare that goddamn tattoo because she can't read a fucking room. At all. Like, like, why would you, like, why would you make those statements during this, like, period. First of all, why would you make that like make those comments, period. But especially like during that time, like at the height when we saw that happening in real time. Like, girl, what? And especially when one of your so-called close friends is, is an Asian woman. It just make it make sense for me. That's all I'm asking. Well, Donna can't make sense because she don't have. Well, you know what? <laughs> you would have to have sense in order to make sense, friend. And we know that's not Donna's forte. So bird brain ass bitch, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, but I mean, honestly, Donna has been showing Young Bay that she not a real friend for a very long time on this show. So I hope Bay sees yeah. Donna for what she really is and don't fuck with her. Because I would not fuck with her. I'm not even Asian. And I wouldn't fuck with Donna after saying no shit like that. So that's just yeah. my opinion on on the matter. Yeah. And, and before we go. <laughs> Feel like the show has gone to mile to discuss the killing and the hate crimes against Asians, and we have seen very little mm-hmm. to no discussions mm-hmm. about Black mm-hmm. Lives and Bring police brutality, especially as much as niggas on this show been arrested. You niggas didn't been arrested several times and taken to jail on this show while the cameras was fucking rolling. 
there have been no conversations about Black Lives Mattering and not not that organization that's full of con artists, but the actual statement of Black Lives Mattering about police brutality, about the way that we are profiled in the communities we live in and work in and shop in. I've never heard Young Bay utter one time Black, a Black Life Matters. I've never seen any discussion of it. Also, How many saying, lives have been unjustly taken while this show has been on the airwaves? There's never been any conversation of it. So I just find it really fucking performative. Yeah, I feel like it's just really... Yeah, Eric Gardner happened in New York. I just feel like it's really fucking performative that y'all are sitting around having roundtables asking the one Asian person amongst the circle, have she ever felt discriminated against by y'all? Get the fuck out of here. y'all i'm don't perform don't like uh predominantly black cast mm-hmm. no conversations about black lives no conversations about about police brutality especially in new york where that shit reigns fucking supreme hell we saw what happened to khalif browder we saw what happened to eric gardner and so on and so forth but we having whole fucking dialogues and and segments on this fucking show f- for the one asian motherfucker in the room who don't ever say nothing about black lives and police brutality while having a half black son. I didn't want to say it because I know it sounds terrible, but I'm tired of this storyline that they got going on with it. (laughs) Take her off the fucking show. Send her back to Hong Kong. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) I, I have to stop us because i feel like we're doing a lot and we also reviving history because just last season they did have that whole special talk about performative they did have that whole special when um i forget who got killed but remember that thing that seas was doing you know about voting and all that all that like that they did that so it's not like they have never talked about get out and vote (laughs) shit yeah, it was about police brutality, and Puma has talked about it. Uh, C- Teddy has talked about it. Caesar has talked about it. So they have they haven't like, like never not mentioned it. Is that when they had the councilman on? Is that what that was for? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I just thought, remember. I him thought that was more about C's trying to be like, I need to give back to the community. Nah, where that I'm was from that was about police brutality. Because it was a I'm shooting that happened up there that sparked it. them to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like Is I know that we shooting? are kind of you know in, irritated by it, but to say that they never have talked about black killings and shootings and stuff that will be us revising history and you know we don't do that on this show. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I would have to go back and look, but I just because they, they, like they have been they have this, talked about it before. Now I what I will like say, what I will the say, way that they're doing with this young base shit. What I will yeah. say is that. Well, now what I will say is that. They, in the same breath that we rightfully got on Donna about, you know, being, mm-hmm. making a mockery, the show Talk also to- has made a mockery of Young Bay, for us, like, her culture and stuff. So, now, it is performative. When that, her mama was there, they was mocking her every chance Yeah, that's they what got. I'm saying. Now, it is performative that they doing this for her when they have made a mockery of her being Asian and her culture on this show for quite some time. Now that I will say. 
I can agree with that. I can I can honestly say that they can keep all of it. To be honest, we we're in a space where they pan where they have passed anti hate legislation quicker than they have done anything about brutality against black black bodies, black lives, black women, black men, black kids, black queer people, black people in the community. Like, I understand, but she's like one, she's one person on that show. Honestly, and the shit that black people going through is just to, a bit. I don't need them to do like, like we, we have to be real and we have to be honest about this. This is a show where we watch motherfuckers for mess. I don't need them niggas to really talk about black lives. I don't need them to talk about Asian lives. Just entertain me and be messy. Fair. That's very <clears> fair. <throat> but if they gonna do it, it needs to come full circle on a predominantly black cast with motherfuckers who have been treated terribly by the police that they've admitted themselves. I mean, we've seen, we've seen the motherfuckers get arrested on the show. They didn't cuff, they didn't him season. Oh shit, and and walled up several times. So and shit, I don't even know. with yeah. that, like, not you, you made a good point. Like even with that, like think about that. As many times as we don't seen these motherfuckers arrested, and they just, they just like last season was like, you know what? We need to talk about this, you know, police brutality and how black people being treated. Like they just did that like last season. And we don't seen these niggas arrested and mistreated by the police since what, like eight seasons as long as this show been on? And they just not talked about it last season. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just don't recall them saying nothing like during the Eric Garner, like during that time. I don't, I don't I know remember, sure but it could have been it could have been something. so brief, or it could have been like Jeremy said, I don't they come to them it. for that. They mentioned that so I just yeah, it, it it was very briefly. That's why I say they sitting up here trying to have whole segments, roundtables to ask <laughs> Bay has she ever Shit. felt discriminated against for, for fucking what? Of course she hasn't felt discriminated against. Y'all have coveted her ass on this show. Sure. Y'all literally chase her down to get her to come back to the show. Discriminated against by none of y'all, or she wouldn't be there. Wouldn't even tried to have her mama working there to get a check. No, she don't feel discriminated against. She's found opportunity amongst y'all. So I mean, you know, that's that. But like Jeremy said, keep all of it. Bring back the mess. Right. I don't watch Black Ink. I don't watch Black Ink Crew for the politics. I watch it for right. the mess. Um, um, what's her name? Suzette. To me, um, she looks like Sky. I don't know if y'all realize that. Like, I, we've been calling her Duchess, but if you look at her face for real, she kind of look like 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 a Sky, and it's kind of weird. Cause like, did you want to fuck? She Sky? look crazy. I I don't pay no attention. That bitch always talk like she is playing a role from basic instinct or some shit like it's not like she's just, choking on her mucus she just do too much i am the catch don't well bitch go jump in the ocean and let somebody <clears throat> catch you nobody cares nobody cares at all uh that's <laughs> that's all i have for that i want to talk about i want to head over to 
married to medicine because girl first of all why does a motherfucker for keeping a needle waiting while she was drying her wine glasses like what when the I fuck? tell you that took me out bitch it be hot in Georgia and you just <laughs> you just got me on your porch but I wanted to talk about Lisa Nicole's scam cloud whatever the bitch name is how are you running how are you running a lab that does covid testing and the lab doesn't have the equipment to do covid testing and now that you got caught up you're talking about oh well we get the samples and we send them out why are you touting yourself as a lab that can test covid and it can't. That's that's a scam. Especially if the people that you have these contracts with do not know that you do not have the equipment and the and the and the proper shit set up to test for COVID in that lab. Who the fuck needs a middleman to get they send COVID samples to a, a lab that actually tests for it? That don't sound stupid. <laughs> Get the samples, give them to one lab and another lab, pass them off to another lab that can actually test them and get the results. That sounds fucking stupid. So essentially, she's the next step between the the real lab and the post office. No, she's not even even that step. She's the the people bring the, the test samples to her and she ships some, yeah, she basically is DHL. <laughs> yeah. She's All basically right. the post office. Right. Yeah, she's basically she's basically UPS. Because what what purpose do you serve? Because I I originally Girl. thought the people was coming to her to get tested. But no. Me too. <laughs> That's not what's happening here. That's how the previews made it seem. And then when she broke it down, it was like, oh, well, we were we were collecting samples and then sending them to another lab who could actually test them. Girl, what? So why were you there? You were the messenger? Like you So to me it sounds like <laughs> COVID is a really big thing right now. And I could really make some money if I say I got a lab. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. It was That's a money grab. Yeah. Shit, I mean, and we've seen it. Like, remember when those reports came out that, like, uh, insurance companies and things of that nature made a very bad pun, but they made a they made a huge profit during COVID? Like, Lisa saw that and tried to get in on it, like a lot of other people. Yep. Now you're about to go to jail. Lisa Nicole's scam. You know well, who I said, I so the feds have no charges. Yeah, she's not under federal investigation, but your, but it's not even even always about the legal aspect. Your business reputation is shot to shit. Because why are you running a lab under false pretenses? And people's life depending on these results. And it took oh, them on. what three, four months to get the results? Because Quad said they that it was October at the time that they were filming and they got tested in what July? Yeah. 
That's crazy. You know what? To be completely honest, so I, I got a COVID test when one of my classmates was exposed. <clears throat> and I went to one of the little drive-up places um, that you could go to like the next day and get tested. I never got my results. So I was like, I got a little bitch. I guess I just don't have COVID because I, I literally never got it. Well, hell, Lisa might have got your goddamn results from <laughs> she, <laughs> she might have. Like, I never got them. It might have been at the cloud labs that. in the cloud. Your results is in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the iCloud. Scam cloud. Speaking of, you know who I want to go to jail? And I'm tired of you this season, you bitch. Scott <laughs> Metcalf. Yo, fuck oh, Scott, Scott for life. <laughs> How do you have a life coach that you have not paid? How do you have a life coach that you did not tell your wife about? How have you had a life coach for six or seven months, but your life has not changed and you are still doing the same dumb shit in your marriage that leads it to chaos? You do not have a life coach. You have a side bitch and you need to quit playing in Contessa's motherfucking face because there is no way you have a reputable life coach and your wife knows not one fucking thing about it. You are not doing any type of work to change or be better in your marriage. This is not your life coach. This is your side bitch and you are playing. I don't know life, I don't know no life coach that worked for free. Talk about it. Not a single First- payment. And your story, you was lying while you was talking. It was, well, I talked to a life coach before, but I never, I didn't pay her. I just spoke to her. Then it was, oh, I've been talking to a life coach for six or seven months. You just lying as you go. And Contessa just sitting her fine ass there crying. Quit crying. Let that nigga go. Yeah, because if you're telling me in the confessional that it don't make sense to you, I'm trying to figure out why I haven't seen anything about you know, y'all being separated or nothing, because, like, he's playing in your fucking face. He's having an affair. And he told you to your face he's having an affair and dressed it up as a life coach. The nigga don't even care. He hates you. Because he's lying to your face. Like, what? He's jealous of her. He's really jealous of his wife and it shows. And I hate that for him because we really rooted for them as a couple on this show. We do. But Contessa needs to free herself from him. And Contessa is asking like, yo, like, what are you doing to like, how are you trying to be better in the marriage to make it work? You say you wanted a happy, loving marriage, but you're not doing the work. And as usual, he get up and walk out like a little hoe. I don't have time for no negativity. Nothing that woman said was negative. She wasn't arguing. She wasn't loud. She wasn't disrespecting you. She wasn't cursing at you. She was asking simple questions. And this is how you know yeah. you don't have no life coach. Because I feel like these conversations you would have had with a life coach at some point mm-hmm. after six and or then, seven months. Contessa is the one that has the life coach because the behavior that you just said, Candace, because that's one thing that we said Contessa, you know, need to work on, like how she taught this guy well, and how she taught the people in general. And like you said, she wasn't combative. She wasn't argumentative. She was having a conversation and he couldn't take it because she was asking good questions. And this nigga was lying. Yeah. He, he told Cecil Hashtag this nigga lying. Hashtag <laughs> this nigga lying. He didn't want to deal he with told- no negativity because he wanted to go text his uh, Texas side, bitch, life coach. Yeah, he told Cecil he 
he told um Cecil and Eugene that he because he was like because that's always make it seem like I always walk away from the discussions and I never do that but we have literally seen you walk away from every discussion like you don't want to work on your marriage you don't like see and I, like Cecil and Eugene gave you that advice and they went in one end right out of he had like a you don't, you don't want to be with Contessa but you don't want Contessa to be with nobody else because yep. Contessa could do way better than Sky. Okay, Contessa is a fine ass bitch. She a smart bitch. Have you seen that body? Like, <laughs> Contessa's a catch. Okay, Sky yeah. is attractive Not. as well, and he's you know a successful doctor. But if you don't want to be married to this woman, you don't want to have a healthy, a happy, healthy, loving marriage. Then let her go. She'll find somebody that wants exactly that and is willing to do the work to get it. You are not willing to do the work. You're willing to make up lies and all kind of weird shit. I've been seeing her for six or seven months, but never paid her. That ain't no life coach. That's a that's a side bitch. She's sitting there listening to all your problems after you shovel dick in her. Mm-hmm. That's the chick. Life that's coaches fuck- make money. That's the that's the chick that's fucking the text man for text. Hello, <laughs> the weed man for weed. The doctor so, for this. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like it's taking a toll because I agree, you know, can't, Scott Scott was definitely, like, when they first got introduced to the show, he was one of the more handsome men on the cast, like him and Cecil. Yeah. But, like, over time, it's just, like, he don't look the same. Like, like when, they, when him and Contessa first got on this show, like, both of them was gone. Now it's just Contessa. Yep. Like he just looked dirty, cause he doing dirt. Yeah. He looked woe down for no reason. Like he looked like he has a harder life. Well, he got a harder life cause he be. cause he got trying to have two families. That's why he got a harder life. <laughs> he's taking a toll on Basically, him. shit. That's why he that's that's why he looked <laughs> he looked dry and unmoisturized. That's what that's exactly why. Cause see, when you do the clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Speaking of clowns. Speaking of clowns. Toya Bush Harris. Bitch, I knew. You are not taking digs at anybody about employment when you are nothing but a disgruntled fucking housewife who had a fucking meltdown during a pandemic when you had to assist your kids with their virtual schooling. I know. I know. You are not talking about nobody being unemployed and not having work, bitch. When you, you bear, if you didn't have Eugene money, bitch, you would drown. And you and Eugene almost drowned when y'all had Eugene money, bitch. Because of you. The the only job Toya got is to be a housewife. And she don't seem to do that very well. Your kids don't know what the fuck going on in school because you can't help them. You over here talking about childs. Like, what? you ain't even doing this job you got good. So how you gonna talk about somebody else? Also, wasn't she just like mad that Heavily made that comment about bloggers and stuff, you know, not being quote unquote real jobs? So ma'am, Miss Mamas, call inside house, audacity, Spider-Man, <clears throat> Spider-Man, like pick one. All of them apply to you. You don't work. Ain't never you don't work. work. Your source of income is this. You work a fucking nerve. 
your your job is this show and getting on Eugene nerves and spending his money. That is your job. And the salary she makes from this show probably gets spent up in like two months from all of the shopping and bullshit that she spends money on. Um, you being very generous, I would say like two well, days. No, that's fair. You full of shit is all I will say. And you should, but but it's shit like this. And then when Quad get on your motherfucking rusty, dusty ass neck, you're going to be crying talking about, I don't feel supported by these ladies. I try to be vulnerable, but I don't feel supported. No, bitch, you a shady fucking cunt. You a yes. bully, you a bully that can't, cunt. You a bully that can't bull. You a bu- you a bully with no balls to stand up in the shit that you say and do. You a castrated bull, bitch. You don't. You need to sit down somewhere. Cause you don't even stand up and yes shit. I can't stand people like that. If you say it, say it with your chest and mean it. Then you trying to shade quad down, calling her place and apartment in her face. To mind me no harm. I ain't mean no disrespect. You meant every ounce of disrespect you've been dishing. Cause you've done it in every fucking episode. T- taking a dig at that woman's house. Also, Heavenly, you two, you claim you two goddamn educated to be mispronouncing diabetes. <laughs> you were sitting up on that goddamn panel talking about diabetes. Heavenly also hasn't been wearing her mask over her nose, so. Well, she can't with Listen. that underbite. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I saw scream when Simone said I'm not going to call Lisa Nicole shady but she crooked as hell which okay so... I have a question I have, <laughs> which that was funny I have a question <laughs> because it's Simone and we saw like the episode before this one do you think Simone brought attention to that shit because she cared that Lisa is a scammer or just because she wanted to be paired because she made that Jackie like told Lisa to host the panel and shit and she got married? She being petty. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Because that's what I was thinking too. Because I looked at that, I'm like, Simone, you don't really care that this bitch scamming. Not, not really. You just, you still kind of salty that Jackie told her to host this panel. Talking about we were supposed to do it as a team. Nah. Nah, that was definitely done to be petty. True. But in her being petty, we got some hilarious mess. Because Lisa Nicole is crooked as hell. Use a scammer, Miss Mamas. Scamming like and her shit. do not be fashion. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like what? Like when when in, who was it in her confessionals? What when Contessa was in her confessionals? Question like I thought she was doing clothes. Since when she did? I was screaming because I too had the same questions. Yeah, like why? What what purpose do you have for owning a a a testing lab? You literally are designing clothes that nobody wears. So <laughs> I just <laughs> I wanted to make sense for me. House of Never Worn. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, that was a very good point. Like you don't know anything about what goes on in the lab. You don't know if shit is being done right or not for your name to be on it. Her husband's a doctor, right? Lisa's husband. Is she yeah. even still married to him? No, I don't know. Didn't because wasn't that the husband that that he had the that he had the gay rumors? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because Kwai and the had cheating boy, rumors on the show and shit. Yup. And the cheating scandal and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Damn. I don't know, child. I do mm-hmm. want to talk about this RV. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh Jeremy take it to the RV. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I know that Lisa Nicole was brought back on this season to be Toya, one of Toya's friends because she don't have no other friends on this goddamn show. However, Lisa versus Heavenly is quality television. Quality. Because when that motherfucker, when Lisa said, get this trifler bitch off my damn RV, I screamed the biggest... I scrumped the biggest scream I had ever scrumped. Because <laughs> that shit was funny. Then when Heavenly said, bitch, I could call me an Uber. <laughs> she said, I got my Uber card, bitch. <laughs> because, like, in the one... I hate when I have to agree with Heavenly. I truly mm. hate when I have to agree with Heavenly. But goddamn it, Heavenly made points. Like, of, like, Lisa... All facts. No fiction. Have, you didn't have no business, like even attaching your name to this, let alone being like, oh, I, I own this clinic and I'm the middle. Like, no, baby, no, you you do not do this. Like, even though we get we give uh, heavenly shit, she is a doctor. Dentist, dentist, dentistry is a form of, of doctory, if you will. Like, they, if there's any group of people that know about owning a practice, owning a lab, what goes into it, like with testing and things of that nature, it is these people. Heavenly, she don't know much, but she know her shit when it comes to this. You had no business attaching your shit to that, Lisa. And now that it don't blew up in your face and you been outed as a goddamn scam and now you mad when you could have just stayed in your lane of fashion from clothes that don't know about a goddamn well. Literally never heard of this lady and her fashions. I and just, I live in Atlanta. No, it's, it's certainly heavenly made good points. One being that if you shady in your business dealings, you shady in all the other aspects of your life because you dealing with shit business-wise that people's lives is on the line. Yeah, the COVID is fucking serious. It was a reason we saw the progression from the test that was taking three days to we saw rapid testing. People started getting results back in hours because if you had it, you needed to go sit your ass down somewhere and not be around anybody else as to not infect anybody else and not risk anybody else's life. So what are you talking about? Like Heavenly was dead ass right. You're trifling. And again, shady. I, hate when I, I hate when I have to agree with Heavenly, but God damn it, she made points. Valid. Valid. Give points. my favorite props. I hate when I have to do it, but God damn it, she made points. I'm now, will I, now, will I, episode. I, now, will I say, was it Spider-Man upon Spider-Man where Heavenly said that, you know, she's shady in her personal dealings? Yes. Because heaven, you, you two are shady in your personal dealings, but damn it, you made points. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. real quick. So, I had pulled up Lisa Nicole website because I have I have never seen the fashion before. Why is her shit so expensive? Mm. The first thing I see is five hundred and ninety nine dollars. For what? <clears throat> A Giselle pantsuit. Who Giselle from Potomac? A Giselle pant. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? I mean, honestly, it kind of looked like some Giselle wear. So. Well, I mean, that's the you know that's that's the self drag. But who in the fuck is paying? Who in the fuck is paying Lisa Nicole five hundred dollars for any goddamn thing, let alone some clothes? The sale items are three fifty. Lisa, ma'am. Lisa. Girl. Miss, not Miss Mamas. Y'all, I haven't seen anything on this website yet that has jumped out at me fashion wise. <laughs> hmm. Now, ma'am, you ought to be a damn shame of yourself. Now, you know good and goddamn well. Oh, this collection is terrible. You call you charging people they damn near they they stimulus check for some fashions that's not fashion. Now you ought to be ashamed. When you have the time. Take a gander, cause it's getting worse. No, <laughs> no, no, I will not. A thousand dollars for this dress? No, I won't. Mm-mm. I'm looking right now. Hold on, I just <laughs> no nope. right now. Y'all on y'all's own. <laughs> I'm not even doing it. Y'all looking not the gonna set me Jeremy. up for, for bullshit. Bitch, I know you lying, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, ma'am, ma'am, you can get this same goddamn fit at Ross for like $20. I know you fucking lying to me, Lisa Nicole. Fashions are not fashions. I would much rather wear She by Sheree, and that's a drag in itself. Hell, She by Sheree look better than this shit. We've never seen it. (laughs) She got a Tiffany suit in here. An all white Tiffany suit in here for five hundred dollars, man. You can get this at Walmart. I don't seen this same suit at Walmart. <laughs> the building all. So if you can't do fashions right and you can't do the lab shit right, what can you do? I just the silence means nothing. <laughs> all of this is atrocious. Yeah, ain't no, don't none of this shit. A Giselle pantsuit for six hundred dollars, ma'am, ma'am. This shit is ugly. Hmm. Oh, poor her. Oh, I'm hmm. getting off this website. I just lost my for eighteen hundred dollars. And Lisa Nicole better get the fuck out my face. Hmm. You can get off that website. She tripping. She tripping. Girl, not you. Not you charging the whole stimulus check, child. Mm. Mm. She thinks she is high high couture, and I want to know how she. Who told her that? Mm. I've seen better fits than this on Fashion Over. Mm. Low key. Shit, not even low key, high key. I I have seen better shit on Fashion Over. You can't do the fashion right. That is not charging somebody a whole goddamn stimulus check. Lisa, you need your ass whooped. Can't do fashions right. You can't properly do uh, a, a town hall without there being some mess attached to it. 
you can't do medical labs because you have no medical experience. I just, I want you mm. to find something that you can do well and stick to it. Yeah, fashion is not it. Be toy your friend, that's it. She wasn't doing that well at that either. You just right. got back on the show. So well, that, well. and that's because Toya has nothing else to show in her life. So she had to bring back mess. Hmm. So what can you do well? Mm. Well, bad look, prayers down. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. Y'all be well. Anyways, that's all we have for this week. Next week looks really interesting because Contessa is going to tell the women about Scott's uh, life coach that has never been paid. Mm. So that's going to be an interesting episode. And I agree with all the women who talking about, yeah, him randomly having conversations with a bitch for six, seven months that you knew nothing about. And he has never rendered any payment to it. Sound, it sounds really fucking fishy. Like, everybody know you getting cheated on and you in denial, Contessa. Give it up, beloved. Give it up, delicious. That nigga's a dog. Hashtag wolf. All right. Okay. We'll be back next week, niggas. Peace. Follow.